I've noticed lately we've been having more and more pregnant young women at the center, so that's a thing. Um, and uh, with that, I've been reflecting on Advent, you know, because it's so beautiful to see these women that everything becomes about the child, you know, the baby that is growing in their bellies. And I think I need to get them a shirt that says, like, I'm sorry for the things I said when I was pregnant, you know, because things are constantly coming out. But uh, there's just so much joy and anticipation and hope and preparation for this child that is to be born. And everything is about that baby. And I, I think about that is, that's an image of what we should have for Advent. In Advent, the world becomes pregnant with mystery, with a presence that is being promised to come to us very soon. And the fundamental attitude I find from a lot of the pregnant women I speak with is joy. Is a hopeful expectation, a joyful expectation of that child to come to us. And that's what the church really invites us to. I think that's the fundamental attitude that we should try to foster when it comes to Advent. How can I enter more deeply into the joy of Christ's presence that is promised to us and given to us, especially on Christmas. You know, if you notice, we've been doing a lot of decorating and putting up the lights and the trees and listening to music. And we had one student there talking when I came out there, and they're saying, Well, I mean, we're Catholic. Shouldn't we wait until Christmas before we have any of the lights or the trees or anything of that thing? I was, yes, I mean, if you're a Scrooge, definitely. You can wait that long. But I mean, that's why we watch movies like The Grinch and Christmas Carol, to make fun of people like you. So, for the rest of us who know Jesus, it's a time of great preparation. Because if you think about it, when a woman is pregnant, all she's thinking about is preparing the home for that child and getting everything ready. Getting the room ready, buying the clothes, you know, just getting the whole house prepared for the coming of that new life. And that's how we should be with our Christmas celebrations, our Advent preparations. When I was younger, before I really had a conversion to Christ, just growing up, you know, Catholic nominally, um, Christmas was still the most beautiful time, especially December. So it was all the music and it was all the lights and the trees and the movies and all of that. And it was always anticipation for that Christmas day to come. And the biggest difference that happened before and after I really encountered Christ in my life and actually lived this Christmas season for him was that when I was living it for Christmas, Christmas was the saddest day of the year. Right? Because there, there comes a point where you open up all the gifts. You've eaten the food and everything that you were looking forward to has happened. And there's nothing left to anticipate. And there's just this feeling of, of emptiness. right? That it's, it's all behind us. And that's what happens when we live Advent for anything else, anything less than the presence of Jesus Christ. For us Catholics, Christmas begins the celebration, but everything up till then is a preparation for that time. Right? So the reason that I wear purple in Advent is it is called a sort of a mini Lent, right? where we are called to, in the same way we fast in Lent to prepare for um, Easter, so we're called to enter into some ascetical practices in Advent. But it has a very different flavor to it. 
And what I'd really invite you to reflect on and what you do for Advent is what brings you into the presence of Christ most? Because presence and joy always go together. Ideas cannot save us. Events cannot save us. Getting everything that we want for Christmas as far as material goods can never save us. Our ascetical practices, our sacrifices can never save us. That's the whole point of the Old Testament. Everything we try to do to fill that emptiness within us and reach up to God failed. The only thing that could save us was the presence of Jesus Christ coming to us from heaven. And that's the point of Advent. How can I turn towards the presence of Christ that is promised to us on Christmas and avail myself of His coming? I've started to understand I'm, I'm actually I'm a lot more like the parents I've been preaching to the students against um, of late. Because when the students come to college, it's really hard for them to, to leave home, right? And to be away from family. And it's always an encouragement for them, like you have to take these next steps. You have to kind of grow on and become more independent. Well, then I get attached to them. And then I find out one of them is going to like the cathedral for masses. And then I get triggered. I'm like, what does Father Tim have that I don't have, you know? <laughs> Does his Eucharist take better than mine? You know, and they're like, well, aren't you the one who tells us we need to take steps out in a way? I'm like, you're missing the point. All right, not yet. You're still here. You know, this last weekend, a bunch of them left. I was like, God, I become such an empty nester when everyone leaves. And it sucks. This is the worst thing about being on like a college environment because like the main holidays is where everybody comes together. And yet that's when everybody leaves at the center, right? So you just feel like an empty nester. But a lot of the students left. I got so desperate for community, I actually watched some anime with students, right? Like, that's how bad it gets. Princess Mononononoke, right? She, she drinks wolf blood. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but what I realized is like how much I love the presence of the students, right? And that, that's what we are as human beings. We know ourselves only through the presence of those we have been given to. So a mother, her presence of her child is what gives meaning to life. The presence of your spouse. As children, your parents. Like We are made for presence. And to the degree that we're living in the fullness of presence in our life, that's when we have joy. And we need to take that same attitude, that same understanding, and apply it to Jesus Christ. Because nothing less then the presence of Jesus Christ in my life will satisfy me and the desires of my heart this Christmas. So when you think about what is it that most fully connects you to the presence of Christ? What helps you to know Him? The sense of Him. You know, C.S. Lewis, he said that the joy is the perfume that is left over when God's presence has passed us by. So it's a question of how can I open myself to that presence and enter into the joy of this Advent season? You guys have all heard of the languages of love, the five love languages. Part of what that is, is you know, we all tend to love in the way that 
we, we desire to feel ourselves loved. And there's different ways. And a lot of problems, I guess, in relationships is when you're trying to give a different love style than your, your partner wants to receive. Right? And it also goes in our relationship with God. Sometimes when we look at what the saints do, and we just say, well, they, these, they fasted a lot, they, they did hardcore asceticism, or they spent hours in the chapel, where they always feeding the poor, you know, they're always reading the Bible. These are different forms of love language. And if we don't know our own love language, then we can judge ourselves as inf- insufficient for not utilizing the way that all the saints do. So like for me, my love language is money. So give me money. No, I'm joking. We all know that's Alberto's love language. So no, for me, it's, it's quality time and words, right? So there's not like I could, I could make sacrifices of eating less or more cold plunges, which everyone thinks we should be doing, you know, or just uh, waking up early, whatever. That's not going to fill me with the presence of Christ. What really gives me joy is just being with Christ in the Eucharist and reading about his life, just filling my mind with him. That gives me joy, but that's not going to be the same for everybody. So if your love language is quality time, then it might be prayer. Just I'm going to spend more time in the chapel or adoration or I'm going to give more silence or no social media. Instead of listening to music, I'm going to listen to reflections on this season and upon Christ to fill my mind with Him. If your love language is more physical touch, tangible things really help. So praying the St. Andrew Novena, praying the daily rosary, the joyful mysteries every day to enter into that or daily Mass. If it's gift-giving, then you sacrifice. It's like, okay, I'm going to not eat or drink these certain things. I'm going to do these ascetical practices. Some people, they really feel connected with the Lord when you do that. Uh, words of affirmation. Journaling. Some people, if you need to hear the Lord's voice, you have to give time to journaling or reading the daily Scriptures and allowing God to speak to you in that. And the last one, if it's acts of service, if you really feel loved by giving yourself to somebody, well then ask, who's a presence in your life that you could tend to? What's a relationship in your life or people that you know that are in need that you can give more time and attention to? All of these ways are, are our own individual modes of, of connecting with our Lord this Advent season. But really keep in mind Joy and presence. Because the whole point of Advent is nothing less than experiencing the joy of Christ's presence being given to us. And if we do everything else around it, but not grow deeper into His presence, we have missed the point. And we won't have the joy that the Lord promised to give to us. It's the one presence we were always created for. And it's the same presence that comes to us in every single Mass in the Holy Eucharist here. And to the degree that we can experience the joy of that presence here in the Eucharist, in this Advent, then we can say with the psalmist, Lord, make us turn to You. Let us see Your face. Let us feel Your presence. Let us know Your love and we shall be saved.